and this, this week. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I'd like to ask you to turn in your Bibles to Psalm 28. Psalm 28. And my message is simply entitled, Let Us Praise the Lord. Let us praise the Lord. And in Psalm 28, verse 6 and 7, we have these couple of verses that just give us some beautiful reasons to, to praise the Lord. And if we have it on the screen, we can read it together. If not, I'll just read it from my Bible here. There, there it is. Why don't you read it together, shall we? Praise the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Amen. Well, you can see the various reasons to praise the Lord. And the first reason I want you to think upon with me is this. Praise the Lord because he hears our prayers. This comes from verse 6 where it says, Praise the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy. That phrase, that phrase, for he has heard my cry for mercy, was David's way of saying, the Lord has heard my prayers. If you happen to be using a new King James Bible translation, you will see that verse 6 says, Blessed be the Lord, because he, he has heard the voice of my supplications. He has heard the voice of my supplications. There are other times when David speaks of how the Lord has answered or will answer his prayers. For example, Psalm 6, verse 8 and 9, we read, The Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. And then Psalm 10, verse 17, Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will hear their cries. You will hear their cries and comfort them. 1 Peter 3, verse 12 says, The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. I was reading about Psalm 28. I was reading in the pulpit commentary, some other commentaries as well, but I especially like what the pulpit commentary said, where the Bible scholar said some things that I think can help, can help you and me. And he wrote this. He said, when we pray, it may be that the answer is delayed. If he delays, it is because this is needful. It is part of his discipline. It is necessary for the full accomplishment of his purposes. It may be also that God will answer our prayers in a very different way, in a way different from what we expected. Let us confide in God, he says. God knows what we are and what we need. His way is always the best way. So, what are you praying about these days? What are you praying about? Are you praying about a family need? A financial need? A frustration at work? A fear about the future? A desire to find the right husband or the right wife? A desire to have a baby? 
Brian and Lisa prayed and others of us prayed for many years for them to have a precious child. Are you praying about a concern about your health or the health of a loved one? Are you praying about a concern about retirement or a concern about school this coming fall, whether you are a child or a grown-up? Are you praying about a burden, about people doing crazy and terrible things such as the shootings at Danforth and Logan this past week? What are you praying about? Your grief and hurt is very real because in recent weeks, someone precious to you has left this earthly life but as you pray, and as we pray for you, you will find comfort and strength. And so today, my friends, I invite you to be lifted up and encouraged, encouraged, because the Lord hears your prayers. Is there an amen in the house? The Lord hears your prayers. And then secondly, praise the Lord because he gives us strength. He gives us strength. Verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 2, Moses and the people of Israel sang, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. The Lord is my strength, he says. Psalm 23, verse 3, He renews my strength. Psalm 29, verse 11, the Lord gives strength to his people. Psalm 84, verse 5, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord. And then in the prophet, through the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 29 and following, we read, he, the Lord, gives power. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those, those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, we read, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you. He will empower you with inner, inner strength through his spirit. Let it happen, Lord. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, for I can do everything through Christ who what? Who strengthens me. Glory be to God. I want to praise the Lord for the many times, the many occasions across the years during which he has given me extraordinary strength in some difficult situations. Years ago when my father was still alive, he was in the hospital receiving treatment for an illness which wasn't supposed to be too serious, but um, became more and more serious. He was in the hospital receiving treatment. I received a phone call around 11 or 11.30 p.m. informing me that my father had just had a cardiac arrest and basically had a heart attack while in the hospital 
and the doctors were able to stabilize him. Naturally, I rushed to my car and rushed to the hospital. And that night, that night I sat beside my father in the intensive care unit, as you would have done as well. I sat in the hospital in the intensive care unit, primarily holding my father's hand and simply praying for him. I tried to stay awake all night, but in all honesty, I, uh, I probably fell asleep on the chair, occasionally holding my father's hand um, and just, just, just praying. My father remained stable, and as best as I can recall, he slept through most of the night. He had some tough moments uh, in those late hours, but he, he made it through the night. And then when 8 a.m., about 8 a.m. came around, the good news, my father's condition remained stable, but I felt, I felt very physically and emotionally drained. To be honest with you, my body, my body and my brain wanted to go home and go to sleep, but I knew, I knew I couldn't do that because I needed to officiate a funeral service that morning at 10.30 or 11 a.m., whatever it was. I remember praying, I prayed, and I said, Lord, Lord, I'm exhausted. Please give me, Lord, give me the physical and the mental and the emotional strength to carry out the funeral today and, and, not, and not, to, not to allow my own personal situation to affect the grieving family and the friends who will be at this funeral. So I drove home. I drove home from the hospital, brushed my teeth, shaved, and took a shower, got dressed, and, and left to officiate the funeral service and then do the burial. And with the Lord's strength, with the Lord's strength, I managed to carry out my funeral responsibilities. And as far as I knew, and as far as I have known across the years, no one had any idea. I didn't mess up here, I didn't mess up there. You know, no one had any idea that I was up most of the night with my father in the intensive care unit. And no doubt, at the end of the funeral, I gave God thanks for giving me strength to make it through, to make it through that day. Now, I told you, I told you that story because for me, it was one, uh, it, it is one illustration of how I have experienced the truth of Psalm 29, verse 11, the Lord gives his people strength. Amen? The Lord gives his people strength. And I'm sure many of you could also testify of how the Lord gave you physical, mental, or emotional strength to make it through a very difficult situation in your own life. Some of you have experienced that extra strength when you had a family member sick in the hospital. Others of you experienced the extra strength when you unexpectedly had to work a second shift at your job. Others of you needed that extra strength when, when you received word that your son or daughter was arrested for a crime you never imagined they would ever have been involved with. In recent weeks, many of you have needed the Lord's extra strength to make it through, to make it through the death of a loved one. May the Lord give you, may the Lord give you that extra strength when you need to make it through.
you need to make it through. I believe the songwriter Annie Flint must have experienced God's extra strength in her life at various points in time. And I believe it probably led her to write the words of, he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. And so I, I want to invite us to sing this hymn as Anthony comes. I want to invite us to, to sing it and I want you to think upon the words as we sing it together. And, um, and as we sing, as we sing, if there's someone that wants to come and pray, maybe you want to come and pray and say, Lord, I need extra strength to make it through a situation that I'm going through right now. You can come and pray. You can kneel or stand around the altar. Or some of you maybe just want to come and, and pray and say, Lord, I, I want to give you praise. I want to give you praise because you have answered my prayers. You have answered my prayers, and I believe you are going to answer my prayers in the future. The song says, He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. Let's stand, let's stand. If you wish to come and pray this morning before we close the service, you, you come, would you? He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To add an affliction, he added his mercy. To multiply trials, his multiplied peace. His love has no limit. His grace has no measure, His power has no boundary, no none to men. Or out of His infinite riches in Jesus, He giveth and giveth and ask some of you to come and pray with our dear friends who have come to kneel to pray at the altar. Others of you, come. Board members, board members, you come and pray with these dear, dear friends. Come, please. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed, ere the day is half done, when we end of our hoarded resources, our Father's forgiving His only begun. His love has no limit, His grace has no measure, His power has no boundary, no none to 
needed strength to each person, each person here in this sanctuary. May you give that much needed strength to those kneeling or standing around the altar. Oh Lord, we honor you and we praise you, we worship you. We praise you because we do know and we believe that you answer prayer. As the psalmist has said, you heard his mercy. You heard David's, David's cry for mercy. And you hear us. And Lord, you give to us strength. Thank you for the strength that you've given to many of us, to all of us in past times, in different situations. And I pray, Lord, now in the present and in the future, you will give your strength to your people as they need it, O oh God. Yes, Lord, we understand we have our daily strength. But there are so many times in life, whether it's for a mom or a dad, a single person, whether it's for a child or whether it's for a, a, a teenager, O oh God, a young adult, there are times when we need a special dose of God's strength the Lord's strength to make it physically, to make it emotionally, to make it through spiritually, to make it through financially, to make it through all the twists and the turns of life. Oh, dear God, I pray for your help, your strength to be imparted for each one in accordance with their needs. And Lord, how wonderful it is to know that as Brian and Lisa continue to raise up their precious son, Joshua, they can be assured of you giving your strength to them along this beautiful journey of raising their son. And so we say thank you, we honor you, we magnify your holy name, for all the many reasons we have to praise you. We haven't had time, Lord, to go into all the reasons brought forth in this scripture, but we express gratitude for all that you have done for us and all that you will do for us because we are your people. We are your people saved, saved through the blood of Jesus Christ who died on the cross of Calvary to pay the price for our sins. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Blessings on you, my friends. Some of us will continue to pray at the altar. Those men, strong men, you come, please, and meet Roy Singh, our caretaker up here, to do what needs to be done in bringing up those risers. Amen. Others of you, proceed downstairs and enjoy a fellowship time with the Kaiser family.
blessings on you.